You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. And if this is your first time listening to a Locked On podcast, I want to welcome you. We are a daily Boston College podcast that gets into all the nitty-gritty of the Boston College Eagles. And we're the only podcast I can say that does this every day for BC. So if you're here to get some information about BC, here's some really hot takes and analysis, you're here with me. I'm the uh, editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. I've been, I'm a BC grad, you know, all you have to do to get this, it's free. Go to wherever you're getting your podcast, find Lockdown Boston College, and hit that subscribe button. And also, if you like this podcast, I want to also recommend Lockdown NFL Draft. Join Lockdown NFL Draft's hosts, Trevor Sakema and Benjamin Salek, for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft. And look ahead at next year's future first round picks. Follow the Lockdown NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On today's show, we're going to continue to look at the NFL draft. We're going to have Mitch uh, Wolf on for one segment to talk about Max Richardson and Max Roberts and look at how their new NFL teams are going to fit their style of play and where their future could, could lead them. We're also going to look at the upcoming craziness that's going to be NCAA football recruiting. And we're going to hit the news. If you listen to our podcast, you know we start with the news. So today, we're going to start off with news. And we're going to look at recruiting to start off as Boston College had a little interesting football recruiting news on Sunday evening as they landed a commitment from Australian punter Sam Candotti. I got his name right. He is... uh, a Australian rules. He played football for them for a little bit and then switched over to American football. He kind of talked to me. Um, if you want to check it out on BC Bulletin, there is a free uh, recap of his recruitment and there's also an in-depth interview that I had with Sam. Uh, but he is he just learned how to play American football in the last couple of years. He's been going to punter school uh, with some NFL kickers and punters. He's rated a five-star. Now, don't consider kicking um, stars the same as like rivals or two four seven because five stars and kicking is a little different. We, I mean, I believe Connor Lighton was also a five star, but he's a good kicker. You know, he's going to be a punter for Boston College. He's going to uh, enroll early, so he's going to come in January, which is big because Grant Carlson is going to be done after this season. So you're going to get. Uh, Candotti in. Uh, you also have John Tessitore, so you'll have a little bit of a puncher battle, see who can get it. But I love it. You know, this is the second year in a row Boston College has went abroad to get a, um, a commitment. So last year they had Elijah Krasnovic, who went to IMG Academy, but was originally from Serbia. And uh, he it looks like a monster out there. And now you have Candotti, uh, so an Australian rules punter. And, I, you know, a lot of teams, it's a very common thing for punters to come from Australia now, but this is the first one I can remember from Boston College um, coming here. And so, you know, I mean, you could think of all different ones throughout the league. I always think of like Brad Wing. He's the one that always comes to my mind, Um, but there's other ones as well. So that was a big piece of recruiting news. Continuing along with football news uh, in the NFL, it was reported today by Albert Breer that Luke Keekley has left his job as a scout for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, He further reported that 
Keekly is going to spend more time with his family and kind of assess where he wants to go with his next role. You know, for a guy that's been doing football his entire life, who was doing the NFL, doing college, I'm sure, you know, even the scouting, it's a pretty rigorous job. And I know scouting is as hard, not, not hard taxing on the body, but it's a time suck. And if you have a young family, and I don't know uh, Luke's uh, family situation, but even if it's just a wife, if it's someone at home, you're giving up a lot of your time when you do that. So hopefully he figures out what he wants to do and, and, and can be successful with that. But he is now out of the NFL. Uh, Dan Morgan, I believe, who is another former linebacker, took his position. In terms of basketball transfer portal news, there is another low-level recruit that um, talked about an offer, and that is John Michael Wright, uh, who came from High Point, which I know you're going to say, what school is that? It's some school in North Carolina. He averaged over 21 points a game. Uh, he, there was a little, I, I, you know, you want guys, you got to get him. And he was first team all um, Big South, and, you know, he had double digits in all but one game. Not the best shooter. He shot 34% from beyond the arc, 41% from the floor. But you know, you got to get some bodies in here. And, you know, if they cannot get some of these bigger names, then a guy like John Michael Wright might be a good feature uh, to bring in. Um, he is a sophomore, so he, I think he has either two or three years left. It's, it's always unclear with this eligibility thing that's going on. Um, and it's not just Boston College. I know people are going to complain when they hear about it. He's also heard from Georgia, Northwestern, Oklahoma, Utah State, Charleston, and Gulf Florida Gulf Coast. So there's some other big schools that are, are recruiting him, but we'll keep our eyes open on that one. And that's basically it for the news today. It's a quiet day. We're get, we're kind of getting into the slowness of uh, the summer season where college sports kind of slow down with baseball not really playing all that well. Though yesterday I did mention they did win two out of three against Miami, so that's great. Um, the, you know, there's not a lot of sports news. But however, what we're going to get into in our next period of sports news is uh, talking about recruiting because it's going to explode soon, and I'm going to explain why. But before we do, let's talk 1010. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition, designed at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Ring sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a beautifully designed ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the word 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. When I looked at these, Michelle Fantashi's ring stood out as one I'd buy as a gift for my wife. It's a conver- it's a conversation piece. It's just really beautiful. So unique and cool. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure her forever, you're definitely going to want to check these out. They won't be along- around long, so find them now by searching the word 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I am the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. Please check out my work. And as I've said before, we have a premium service now on BC Bulletin. It's going to continue to grow. If you want to check it out, it's only a dollar for the first month. All you have to do is sign up. After that, it's the price of a cup of coffee for every month. It's $5 a month. How are you going to beat that? We're going to have forums. We're going to have message boards. We're going to have everything on there. Uh, It's just starting up now, but you're going to still get the great content to start off. So check that out. I hope you do decide to sign up for that. 
because what we're talking about and where you're going to get there is recruiting news that you're not going to find anywhere else. So on June 1st, the dead period on trans uh, recruits visiting schools will be officially lifted. And with that, that means, you know, hundreds and hundreds of kids are going to be going everywhere to go and check out schools because for the first time in the, it's been 15, 16 months, kids can actually get on campus. Now this is huge news for Jeff Halfley and Boston college, because as I've said before, he met probably only a handful of the kids that he recruited for the class of 2021. I guarantee he's probably only met a couple in this upcoming class. So this is going to be a chance for him. And as we've all seen, Jeff Halfley is an engaging very interesting guy, and I think he's going to really bring bring it home. But he's going to get a chance to bring these kids on campus, show them the new fish uh, field house, show them the new locker rooms that they are the the nice designs of their locker room. Get to meet the staff that everyone crows about, and I think that's going to be a game changer because especially around fall or summer, Boston College can be a beautiful campus. It can it can go toe to toe with most schools in the country that. Um, BC would be going up against for recruits. So what we've heard so far, and there's been a, a couple of recruits that have already commit, uh, not committed. They've already decided they're going to use their visits to go to Boston College. And remember, recruits can go on five official visits. They can go on as many unofficial visits as they want, but they can go on five of these official visits. That's where like the school can roll out the red carpet to them, wine them, dine them. No, not necessarily dine them. You know what I mean, but really kind of try to drive to 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 drive it home and bring them in. So it's been a free for all right now. You've seen kids, you know, already like every time if you follow some of these recruits on Twitter, it's like some of them have already filled up their entire plate with all the uh, uh, with all the visits they're going to take. And what that's going to do is a that's kind of cutting off where they can go and b it's going to it's going to you're going to see a huge rash of decommitments around the country and commitments. So everything's going to go really quick. So Boston College has 12 commitments right now with the addition of the punter Stan Candido last night. Now you could see maybe some of their players go and visit another school. I haven't seen that yet. I have to be honest. The kids that Boston College have committed, I haven't seen them bragging about going to visit other schools. It seems like they're pretty locked in. But some of these other kids, you have, you know, Boston College is probably going to get a full class in the class of 2022. And they have 13, 14, 15. Depends on how many kids they can fit in to the gray shirt because they could add, you know, another 20 if they wanted to. I don't know how much, you know, what the roster is going to look like because it's just, it's hard to predict right now given all the changes in scholarship rules and all that other good stuff. So BC could get, you know, there's a bunch of different positions they're really pushing for, you know, like defensive line, wide receivers, defensive backs. And all these kids are going to be going everywhere. So what you're going to see is a rash of commitments. And you're going to also see those kids decommit because what we didn't see a lot of last year was, you know, a kid would commit, but he couldn't go anywhere else to see. So he just basically would just stick with that because there was nothing else to do. Now it's back to the old school style where a kid goes and visits Michigan and he's like, oh, I love that. But then he gets to Boston College and he meets Jeff Halfley and he's like, oh, I like that even more. I'm going to decommit. So I think the news this summer is going to be really heavy in recruiting. And that's why I wanted to say, like, if you want that news, stick with BC Bulletin because I'm going to give, be able to give you everything. I talked to all these recruits. I mean, you wanted to talk about that punter last night. I got you all the information on on what, what makes him tick. So 
Um, I think that's going to be big. And the other piece I wanted to talk about, so you're going to have a rash of commitments and decommitments. I think you're also going to see BC kind of slow play this. And I think it's actually a really good idea. And here is why. Remember, they commit, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that they still can't visit Boston College. So say a kid that Boston College is looking at a defensive back commits to West Virginia. He decides he was going to go be a Mountaineer, but then you know, he, he goes through those visits. He does a handful during the summer. He does all the rash, you know, really quick things. But then Boston College is still kind of poking around in the fall when all these other schools have already kind of bloated up their roster with commitments. Now that kid is going to get a chance to go see BC at a time when, you know, there's not going to be 15 kids on campus. There's going to be a, a, a chance to make it special. So I think I get this feeling Boston College isn't exploding with offers because it just kind of blends together at this point. Space it out a little bit. Give it time to kind of aerate and let it kind of sit with the kids and the recruits. And you can make it special. You can make the game day situation special. You get them in during a game instead of just, you know, when the campus is empty. That would be a different experience and could highlight it because, I mean, gosh, Boston College fans are dying to get back into the into Alumni Stadium. If they do that and they're excited and they're, you know, really pumped for Halfley, that could provide a very rich recruiting experience for these kids. And I think that's a smart move for Boston College. So my guess of what you're going to see with BC in recruiting is a slow trickle. You're going to see a couple kids here, a couple kids there. And then as the fall comes, that's when they're going to put the pressure press on to get kids in, to get them in during the football season. And I like that move. I think it's a smart move. But maybe they change it. But right now, from everything I've seen, they're very different than what other schools are doing. And I, I, I have to say at this point, I trust what Jeff Halfley does. He seems to know what he's doing. So that's my thoughts on that. Now, we're going to take a step back. In a moment, we're going to have Mitch Wolf back on. He's going to talk to us about Max Richardson and Max Roberts, who both signed undrafted free agent deals, and where their situation stands and how they fit with their for, with their new club. But have I talked to you about Rock Auto before? If you're in the business of doing any work on your car, you need to check out rockauto.com. Why spend 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store when you can head over to rockauto.com and save? rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And the price, and it's easy to use, the prices are low. All you need to do is head over to rockauto.com, browse their catalog, you'll find everything you need for your car or truck, and make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sports and betting needs, including baseball, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head over to the website and use promo code Locked On, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. 
This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I am joined again by Mitchell Wolf, who's going to be talking to us about the undrafted free agents. Now, there were two uh, BC players, Max Richardson, a linebacker, and Max Roberts, a defensive end, who both found homes uh, on Saturday evening. So we're going to give a little bit of insight into um, what they could bring their squads, the fit for their team, and, and what this um, this could look like for both of them. Mitch, how you doing? I'm doing great, AJ. All right. So first off, the first undrafted free agent to come off the board was Max Richardson, who's ending up with the Las Vegas Raiders. I almost call it Oakland every time I say it, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. with all the team changes. Uh, so the the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he's going to be a linebacker. He he signed his deal right after the draft was over. Mitch, what do you think of Richardson's um, possibility of making the team? Because you know, with an undrafted free agent, a lot of times they don't even make it out of camp. So where where is he? He kind where does he kind of land in all of this? Right, that's a great way to introduce it because we got to have that caveat is that, you know, we're going to talk these guys up as much as we can because we love DC, we love DC players, but it's just based on statistics, you know, I'd be shocked if both make the teams, but uh, I'm going to try to create a world where it, it becomes a realistic possibility. Um, but anyways, so Max Richardson, um, like I said, the line, middle linebacker from DC for the last few years, um, when Isaiah McDuffie got drafted, Mel Kuyper, Mike, uh, Mel Kuyper brought him up, so you know, it's somebody that Mel Kuyper was familiar with, which is great. Um, and, you know, going to the Las Vegas Raiders and Mike Mayock, who's a former BC player, who's the GM there. So there's our connection. Um, the Raiders like really gritty, smart players. You know, they got John Gruden. Yeah, I tell you what, man, this guy's a grinder. We got that kind of thing going. So, <laughs> um, yeah, right now they only have seven linebackers on the roster, according to their website. So, I know what I just said, but I think there's a chance that Richardson can make this roster because, you know, I think he could be like, I, like I talked about last week, I think he could be like their special teams leader, um, kind of the guy in the middle of their punt and kickoff unit that says like, okay, everybody get aligned. This is what we're doing. This is the play, all that jazz. Um, and, you know, maybe again, if injuries happen, you know, maybe he gets on the field on defense for a bit. Um, the Raiders this year, They've, they, they hired Gus Bradley, who was the defensive coordinator for the Jaguars – or the Seahawks. I think he was the head coach for the Jaguars. Um, so he's going to kind of – I think he's going to be running that Seattle 4-3. But I think the Raiders are going to be transitioning into some more like hybrid defensive packages, a lot like what BC is going to be running this year, using some safety hybrid players. So they've got Jonathan Abram, who's a strong safety, but he's just like a nasty downhill thumper. Like he's not super great in coverage, so he might play some linebacker. They've got Tanner Muse, who was a safety linebacker hybrid for Clemson for a while. Um, so they've got a lot of those guys that would be kind of playing hybrid roles, whereas Richardson will be that, you know, inside the box linebacker. So even though he's smaller, um, I think that they're going to like him in terms of his ability to, you know, fit the run, get the defense aligned, you know, explain, you know, what's going on in the huddle if need be. Um, so I, I think that there is an outside shot for Richardson to make this team. Um, maybe just maybe, you know, a lot of what happens with the cuts at the end of preseason is they get cut and signed to the practice squad. So I would think that that's what's going to happen with Richardson is that he'll be on the practice squad for the Raiders uh, this season. And then, you know, if some injuries happen, maybe he gets the call up. And I know I saw on Twitter, Jeff Halfley was, was talking him up, but I know Max Richardson was one of his favorites uh, over the last year. He said, look out for this guy and then tagged Max Richardson. He'll be one of those stories. Um, and mm-hmm. so I, and I know he didn't write that for everyone. So um, I know Halfley has a lot of hope for him in the pros. Secondly, uh, and I didn't expect this to happen. I think I, I pinged you 
um, in the middle of the evening and was like, I don't think Max Roberts is getting signed. Well, you, you texted me. I was already long asleep uh, around like 1130 on Saturday night that um, Max Roberts got signed by the LA Rams. And that was a bit of a surprise, but that's great as well. So what, what do you think of this? Right. So uh, I, you know, sent you that late night text about Max Roberts finding his uh, way into the NFL. Um, and I think the big thing as to why it was late is because, you know, a lot of the more high profile guys, as you get into the late sixth and early seventh round, teams are already actually calling these guys and said like, Hey, if you go undrafted, we'll give you X amount of money. So those deals are already being negotiated. And honestly, some guys like they'll get drafted in the seventh round and they're kind of frustrated. Like, Oh, I had this deal to go to like my hometown team or a team I wanted to play for. Then they have to go to wherever they were drafted. So, but um, yeah, so Max Roberts late into the night finds his way to the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I think that this, again, like I said with Richardson, um, a surprisingly good fit. You know, they are relatively thin at edge rusher. They've got some, you know, starters. They've got like two backups, but beyond that, you know, they need some guys for their special teams. Um, They've got a guy who's a similar player named Ogbonia Okoronkwo, who was a uh, similar player for Oklahoma a few years back. So I think that, you know, he'll kind of fit in that role as maybe a scout team representative. Um, and maybe, you know, like I said in last week, get some run as a special team gunner or rusher. Maybe develop, maybe it develops into a seldom used situational pass rusher. Um, but, you know, he doesn't have a moment to lose. You know, he's got to get in there. He's probably going to turn 25. So, you know, if he's going to contribute, he's going to need to do it right away on special teams and during training camp and preseason. So, yeah, it, it looks like, you know, and I think it's important for fans to know, like when you get so – a lot of people get really excited. You mentioned this earlier, Mitch, about undrafted free agents. It is it is an uphill battle for them. You know, it, you hear more of the stories of them flaming out – or not even, not even flaming out, not even really even getting a chance to do it uh, before they even get to camp. So Max Roberts and Max Richardson are both uh, going to get that chance. And I think that's big. Um, Mitch, before we go, uh, on tomorrow's show, you're going to be joining me to talk about the 2022 draft squad. We're looking ahead, uh, trying to figure out what's going to happen and maybe look at, I, I came up with 21 names of guys that could possibly <laughs> go next year. And I don't think I was all that far off on them, but I mean, some of them may come back, but there's quite a bit to talk about there. So, uh, Mitch, any last thoughts before we head out? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like it, the team is incredibly deep next year, um, especially on offense, both on the line and the skill position players. Like, I mean, Zion Johnson did like to come back to school, and a lot of people thought of him as, you know, one of the best guards in this class. So, you know, we'll have to see how the defense develops, but, you know, at least on offense, there's going to be a glut of really good players from Boston College in the 2022 draft. All right, so that this was Mitchell Wolf. Mitch, thanks for joining us today. Um, you can follow Mitch on Twitter at Mitchell T. Wolf. You can find his work on my site, bcbulletin.com. And Mitch, any last thoughts before we head out? Nope, that's it for me. Thanks for having me on again. All right, thank you very much, Mitch. You, you can follow us on Twitter at LockdownBC. Make sure you check us out on any of your social media apps. We're all out there. And make sure to subscribe and like our podcast. We really appreciate all of your support. We'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.